everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me as always, Gator. We are coming to you um, live. Uh, well, recording well, live. Re- recording live at the uh, Weston Tobacco Festival in beautiful Weston, Missouri. It's a gorgeous town. It is. It's a quaint little town, nice little downtown area, and it was bustling with uh, people earlier when we were driving through, and I mean, finding a parking spot is definitely difficult. So, right? Yeah, but this uh, this little festival is hosted by the original Weston Tobacco, which is located at 357 Main Street in Weston, Missouri. You can find them online at westontobacco.com. And it, it's kind of cool. They're set up in like what would be an old grain mill or something like that. Yeah, stockyard or so like, something. Yeah, it's so really like cool. the the store is downstairs, and they've got a hell of a humidor. Oh yeah, they do. They've got a great humidor, and um, then upstairs is like almost like a barn slash event hall. Yeah, and so they've got tons of tables. It'd be they like have. where they shot Footloose is what it looks like. Yeah. It really yeah. does. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they've got tons of tables up there. They've got, they've got cigar vendors. So there's, there's cigar companies up there with the reps selling boxes and I'm sure making deals. But then they also have like this almost kind of like a little craft fair going yeah. on, which is uh, interesting because they've got to like, you know, I'll, t- I'll just say it. There's a lot more women here than at maybe other cigar festivals because... There's more to it than just cigars. A little something for everybody. Precisely. So Yeah, it's really neat. I'm glad Corey gave us an invitation to come yeah, out so, here. Yeah, so Corey Frisbee is the owner of uh, Weston Tobacco. What a he, cool last he, name. He and his son. Yeah. We'll have to ask him if he, uh, you know, has any stock in, in you know, whammo. Right? <laughs> whammo. Whammo. <laughs> Frisbee. So oh anyway. Oh, my God. What? I'm right, though, Anna. I, I think you might I'm be, I say, come yeah. on. It's Pull that right out of your By ass. whammo. Whammo. <laughs> anyway. You know, his his family may be the Frisbee family, and they may be in, like, some sort of bitter, like, legal dispute with whammo. Well, you then it's going to get real awkward it's when we get ask awkward about quickly, that. It's going to get awkward quickly, yes. Because, you know, whatever. Well, because we are here at the Weston Tobacco uh, location... Jeff and I both thought it would be appropriate to see if they had any house blends. And they do. And they do. They do roll some of their own cigars here in addition to the ones in the humidor. And so Jeff and I each purchased some of those. Now, Jeff, what are you smoking? I am actually smoking the Sweet Connecticut. It is dipped. It is it is sweet dipped, but they will not tell me in what. They won't tell you in what? I asked. They won't tell me. Okay. I just went with, uh, I bought two of them. I bought a mild and I bought a medium. That's right. I saw that. I think the band is starting to play upstairs because I'm getting some background noise oh, all of a sudden. Oh, no. I don't know if you folks You guys are going to get so, to hear the band This while is going to be an interesting episode, folks. The, the way this comes out, we, we will see how this goes. But it's really cool. They said they sold up to 500 tickets today. Oh, dude, I believe just amazed. it. amazed. Yeah. I completely believe it. The crowd up there is just huge. Anyway, um, I bought a mild and I bought a medium. Now, I have this is going to be my first cigar of the day, so I am starting with the mild. Okay. So I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, going with the mild. It's, it's the first. mild uh, Connecticut Sweet is I was going to say, it does definitely look like a Connecticut. It's got that nice kind of light tan color to we're it. Sh- we're sharing a cutter, so I'm going to get my cut on so Nick can have the cutter. Oh, clean cut for Jeff. Oh, yes. They have a fantastic selection of really nice-looking cutters and lighters. Oh, absolutely. I mean, 
I am really tempted to uh, try and find myself another new toy. I don't know. I typically like to try and find a uh, nice ashtray. I seem to be amassing quite the collection of <laughs> ashtrays. We both are, yeah. But, you know. But no, they have Because really I totally nice... need a nice collection of ashtrays. Yeah, you never know. They have a nice selection, and they also have a lot of pipe tobacco, I noticed here, in addition oh, really? to their hand-rolled cigars that they do on location. Really? Yes. Okay, I didn't notice that. They also, going back to what we've talked about before with different shops, different, you know, things in the humidor, there were quite a few cigars in there that I haven't seen in our general exactly. area. Um, I'm trying to think of any off the top of my head. Um, there's like some Agonorsa Leaf and some Aging Room and a couple other ones that um, if I've seen them locally, I cannot recall off the top of my head. Um, there I were, found a uh, Winwood Hills when I was in purchasing earlier. That's an Aroa so. brand. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if I've seen those around too much. Oh, did you buy a Filthy Hooligan? I got a Filthy Hooligan. You bought a Filthy Hooligan. Oh, yeah. Black market, baby. Oh, dang. And that's one thing I will say. um, You know, we'll get into it with Corey. But in addition to the shop here that he has with his son, um, Corey is um, a cigar broker. And he brokers with a number of companies. and, And I would assume that the selection within the humidor represents the companies that he works with. So. Uh, that would make sense. Yeah. Now, I also uh, pulled down a uh, Casada. While you talk about that, I am going to light my cigar. Light away. So. Yep. Also got a Casada while I was in uh, the uh, humidor there. And, and why did a, you get that Casada, Well, because uh, on an upcoming podcast that we are technically going to record today, but through the magic of podcasting, we'll, uh, you guys will be hearing it uh, sometime in the next week or so. Uh, we are going to be talking to Mr. Casada. Manuel Casada and Oscar Valadares are both here. So we are going to uh, pull them aside for a few minutes each and get a little insight about their companies and their histories and everything else. They've so. graciously uh, offered a little bit of time to uh, come talk to us, so we're excited about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, right off the bat, it is an interesting... Interesting flavor to the Connecticut here. Okay. Um, I wonder how old his Connecticut is. How so? You mean aged? Precisely. Because I'm getting kind of a bitter quality to it. And typically the younger... Younger leaves. Leaves tend to be a little bit more bitter. So you're saying it may be a little less aged. I'm just wondering how aged this tobacco is. You need to light a little bit more, man. Your whole bottom third of there is still, you know, black as midnight. Don't don't look at my bottom, Nick. Nick yeah. always likes to check out my bottom, folks. Let's talk about your bottom for a minute, you ass. <laughs> so, folks, this uh, festival is located in western Missouri, which is about 30 minutes north of Kansas City. So we're back over on the western side of Missouri today. And... We got up early and drove out here so that we could attend this festival. And now, mind you, this event has been going on. It goes from 10 until 8, or 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. So we probably arrived, what would you say, Jeff? Maybe 2-ish, give or take? Uh, 1.32, 1.32, somewhere in that range. That's a whole um, fiasco in and of itself. Yeah, we had to find some stuff. But, But the bottom line, though, 
is... You make that sound like we were doing a drug deal. We, we needed a microphone stand, folks. Well, yeah, that, that's what I mean. We, <laughs> we had to find some stuff. We had some gear we had to try and pick up. And then, come to find out, we can't really quite get the thing to work properly, so I don't know if we're actually going to need it. So, it's a pain in the ass. But, but anyway... we got it just in case. Just in case. Yeah. So, um, Jeff decides at one point during the drive that he's just going to start to hotbox me in the car. Folks, <laughs> I want to apologize right now. Not to Nick, just I was to, say, you. to you so for hearing hear about, about this. He hotboxes me in the car and proceeds to just light up my car with his farts. It's not the first time. Well, no, which brings me to my greater point. Jeff has a habit of just nuking rooms, cars, just all over the place. Sometimes it'll be fun. You'll be standing there talking to him, and he'll just suddenly start to slowly walk. And about halfway around, you'll notice he's actually walking around you. I, I do a circle. And what he does is he circles you and crop dusts you <laughs> as he's doing it. It's a circle of death. Ensnaring <laughs> you in the evil grip no, of, run to. of his just heinous farts. <laughs> and um, probably the worst example... I have of this, not not the circling, but but you know his butt demons. Um, Corey's so glad we came out here to talk I know, about right? this. So we, have, I have two examples <laughs> that are just horrific. The first was one night when Jeff and I were out delivering my newspaper. Um, we were going to the different newspaper boxes around town. So I had gotten out and I ran up to the box and took out the old papers, put in the new papers. Now, mind you, while he's doing this, I've cranked the heat. And just, I annihilated his he's, car. He's just, it, he's just cranked the heat in there. And he's just letting go. All the windows are up. To where when I get in the car, I get in the car, I sit down, I close the door real quick. Because, you know, we're hustling. <laughs> we're getting going. And it's cold out. And it's cold out. And it didn't take three seconds <laughs> for it to hit me. And I start coughing and gagging. And next thing I know, I've pretty much... I've thrown up. I have thrown up in my mouth and, and it was had the to like... closest I've ever come <laughs> to actually feeling bad for doing that. Yeah. I, I have thrown up my mouth and have to like gag it back down because <laughs> I'm in my car and I'm dry. He, he you literally got me to the point of vomiting. You know, you'd think I'd grow up at some point, but no. So yeah, so the other time that um, Jeff just utterly caused chaos. With I mean folks it I'm, I'm not going to lie, it's weapons grade. The other time, so he had called me. He wanted to get it together and have dinner. And I was at my office. Well, I had to go to a city council meeting. And I was covering a chamber event for him. And being so nice. I told him, hey, you know, I got to go to the city council meeting. I looked at the agenda. It was super quick. I'm like, it's going to take 15 minutes at most. I'm like, just no, wait here didn't. at my office. I'll be right back. That's not how it worked out. Unfortunately, it took about an hour. And... Thanks, local government. And so um, during that hour, Jeff sat there watching a documentary on Netflix about Leonard Nimoy. It was the greatest thing ever. And essentially dropped ass into this big plush brown chair that I had in my office and just nuked it. I mean, and when, when I'm, I'm kind of proud of this, and I shouldn't be. 
But, I mean, we're talking about a fairly big room. Was it 1,000 square feet? I mean, it was a big room. About 800. About 800. So, so <laughs> I feel it. It was at the end of a hallway. So, like, the way you would enter my building is you'd come in the, the, the back door and rear door, and um, it would, th- that entrance would lead to a hallway. My office was the first suite on the right. Yep. So, when I walked in, I punched in the code for the back door. I opened the door. I step one foot into the hallway, and Jeff has the door of my office open, <laughs> and he's sitting there watching the TV, and it just hits me like a wall of funk. And it was just the worst thing I've ever encountered. So he had not only nuked my office, but it also had it carry out over into the hallway. Well, where this gets even better is like a, you know, I don't well, know. Well, no, you forgot about Angela coming in. Well, that's true. So, so I have a I have a reporter come in a Love little you, later, and she uh, proceeds to kind of say like, "What is that smell?" And I'm, like, <laughs> and I'm like, "That was Jeff." And she's like, "Oh my god!" And so like, she was horrified. Horrified. So about four days later, my staff is getting ready to sit down and have their uh, weekly budget meeting, you know, for stories and everything. And by now, the the word about the chair had gotten around. Except to everybody. Except to my sports reporter. Yep. So everybody else had sat on the couch, taken an office chair, taken whatever, left the big brown chair just sitting there. A so shame. that when my reporter Sam came walking in and just flopped into the chair, <laughs> it's like... It's like it released like a spore cloud. You could almost see it. It was just like this cloud of funk just lifted into the air and just just fell gingerly like snow right or, or or radioactive dust in Chernobyl <laughs> all over the room and just all of us were just moved to want to wretch yet again. Because of Jeff's butt. It made me so happy. It was horrific. It made me so so happy. So, anyway, to the cigar. I like it. Now, again, I've got the sweet Connecticut. And I wonder if maybe that's why they offer the sweet Connecticut, is maybe the the Connecticut is not quite as uh, aged, Aged. so it's got a little bit of a Connecticut bite to it and everything, and so maybe they offer the sweet Connecticut. Um, it's definitely for, balanced mine for out. those that maybe prefer like the infused, like an acid or something like that. But then also, maybe it's it's a way to offer a, a Connecticut that's not. I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm liking this cigar. It's yeah. a good, it's a good quality cigar. I'll tell you, it's well made. I am just stacking dimes over here. Oh yeah, with the ash. They're and doing a good job. I have these a things. very clean burn line. And I mean, it, this is a solid cigar. What what size is this, Jeff? This was probably like a what, five by, maybe like fifty two. I'm thinking fifty fifty two somewhere in there. It's not a fifty. It's a little bigger. I think it's a little bigger. I'm thinking five by fifty two. Not a fi- maybe fifty four. Fifty four at most. At most, yeah. At most. But I'm thinking it's probably. We can ask Corey when we come on and kind of yeah, see mine. See you know what. Like I said, I think that little bit of sweet dip just must counter what you're catching on the bitter there because mine's pretty And that's the thing. Balanced. It's not a harsh bitter. It's not a, like, unsmokable, oh, my God, my I'm, like, you know, 
puckering kind of bitter. But it's just a little bit, a little yeah. bit on the tongue, yep. you know, just a little bit of, of well, and how, bitter flavor to it. Well, and what would you do with that? Would you age that in your humidor for a while, or what, what would you do to counter that a little bit? Oh, God, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't either. There I was looking to you for guidance. Don't look at me. Find a whiskey barrel and Here's the thing, folks. a minute. Once again, Agent. we are not experts. This is something I want to emphasize. But, uh, no, I, th- I, I think the whole point is, yeah, to age it. Yeah. That if you have kind of an, a younger Connecticut, I think, yeah, you just age it. Yeah. So, well, I'm loving this would be this my one. guess. I'd be curious to know if he would talk about the blends. I don't know if he would or not. We're going to find out. All right. All right. By God. So, okay. So, on the, uh, on the trip out here, we stopped at the St. Louis Bread Company, or as most <laughs> of the world knows it as Panera. Panera. And we got a couple of bagels, and Nick got a breakfast sandwich, and I had this little cheesy something. It was like a puff pastry that was just stuffed full of cream cheese. It was a Heather or Diane. It had a name. I don't even know. But So I get that, but I'm still Samantha. feeling... Samantha. Yeah, Sammy. <laughs> it's a cheese Sammy. Um, <coughs> the emphysema hour travels to Kansas City. Exactly. Okay. So, yeah, whatever it was called. Um, we leave and we get down the road a little ways and, you know, we've got to stop and get some gas and this, that, and the other. And all of a sudden I'm feeling it might peckish for some reason after my bagel with double cream cheese. A bagel and a pastry weren't enough. Jeff had to have more food. So I stop at McDonald's, which normally is a huge mistake, but it actually tasted good. And I wanted a cheeseburger, but it was too early. So I ended up getting a McGriddle and... I wanted the McGriddle minus the egg because I have kind of a little egg allergy and I don't like to eat eggs. So, of course, they served it to me with the egg on it because these people deserve $15 an hour. Um, sorry. that Was that too political? No. I think it's perfectly <laughs> fine. I think it's horrific that, that you know, hey, that's some thunder yeah, right now there, we folks. Got we, got a, we got a nice, good thunderstorm rolling through here. Yes, anyway, we do. Sorry, it just took me off We're guard. awfully close to Kansas to be enjoying a thunderstorm, if you know what I mean. Exactly. It'll be on the yellow bird road before long. So, No, I totally agree. I think it's horrific that some of these – I've never had a good experience at my local McDonald's. Oh, no, um, your local McDonald's my sucks. My local McDonald's sucks. I'm actually fairly confident that they um, find some of the most ignorant people within the McDonald's organization and staff it with them. And yeah. so with that, you know, it's it's just paying them $15 an hour to, to mess up my order is just criminal. Well, so Nick the other day at his local McDonald's actually went through the drive-thru and they couldn't even accomplish putting his hamburger in his bag. Nope, I had to go back in. So... Which kind of defeats the point of the drive-thru. You literally bought a hamburger, and they couldn't put it in the bag. Well, they put fries in the bag. <sighs> but anyway. anyway. Yeah. So, um, of course, the egg's on it, so i got to take the egg and throw it out. Because I begged them, don't waste the egg. But they wasted the egg. So, so Jeff threw it at the restaurant. Unfortunately, I was not quick <laughs> enough with my phone to get the video of this. Thank God. But as he's driving through the like drive-thru, he's like driving past the drive-thru, so... Uh, he just kind of rolls the window down and just chucks this egg patty out the window. I might have I been a little bitter. I, I mean, because we had like a conversation about how save the egg, don't waste it. And, of course, they had to put the guy anyway. Well, anyway. but see, the woman that you talked to at the register, she, the one did, making it. she didn't put the egg on. But I literally watched her go back and tell them 
she told the guy to his face. Oh, they did she put it on egg. the receipt? I, did she put it I in the computer? Know. You know, no egg. She told the guy. Well, I, I didn't I get it. I don't have the receipt, but, so I know. don't. Anyway. So regardless, we get down the road, and I bought two of them because you could get the second one for $1. So, so we had two along. eggs to throw out. <laughs> I, did, I really did. So we get down the road. Well, I decide that I want to go ahead and eat the sausage, but I don't want to eat the other McGriddle patties, which essentially are two little small pancakes. But they're better because the syrup is like oh, packed the in them in little, little pockets. And so it, oh, they're, they're nice so tasty. Clean. So we get down the road, and then Nick has to stop for whatever reason. And I find Wait. grape high chews, no, no, by no, the way. No, 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 What? Nick didn't stop for whatever reason. You were driving at that point. You wanted to stop at Casey's because you were getting tired, and you wanted to swap out. You That's right. You wanted to use the restroom. Nope, you're and exactly And you wanted right. to, like, whatever. So we got the... Uh, and I found grape high chews. And Nick's never had a grape high chew before, but it's so good. So anyway, so as he's inside buying his snacks, I go back out to the car. I get in the driver's seat, and I notice that there's this McDonald's bag sitting there. And I look in, and I just all I see is wadded up paper. I just see wadded up paper. So I grab that and a couple other little pieces of garbage, and I take it over the garbage can, and I throw it away. So why not? It was garbage. So we're, I get back in the car, and I'm like, hey, where's my pancakes? <laughs> and I'm I like, was saving those <laughs> for later. <laughs> I'm like, well, dude, where are they in the bag? I, just, I threw the bag away. And he literally wanted me to go over and pull the refuse out of the can. I just threw it away. It was right on top. You could have just reached refuse, it and grabbed it. Okay, to quote Seinfeld, refuse adjacent to refuse is refuse. Well, it's like when George ate the uh, donut out of the trash. I'm sorry. I'm just letting you know it was right on top. You could have reached him and just grabbed if the I bag. If I did that, would you have videotaped Hell me doing yeah, it? Hell yeah, I would have videotaped it. And I told you, <laughs> I would have put it up on my Instagram page every day for the rest of my life. Hey, guys, remember this? This is when Gator took food out of the garbage and ate it. So now you know why I didn't go get my pancakes. And I'm really sad about those pancakes because they're so good. Oh, guys, he has been on me about these pancakes so ever since. And I, and I didn't anticipate talking about them on the podcast. But yet here we are. Here we talking are. Talking about your pancakes. Whoa. That was some lightning. Holy shnikes. I, you, I heard that pop over the headphones. We're yeah. Gonna get, we're going to get annihilated here. You realize this outlet's not grounded. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, folks, this may be the uh, final Nick and Gator. Yeah, because we may nuke all of our equipment at one time. I'm more worried about us. Oh, we'll be fine. Oh, yeah, like the lightning's not going to travel through the headphones right into our oh. brains. <laughs> Boy, there's a thought I hadn't considered. <laughs> Just, it'll be like something out of Frankenstein. Well, thanks. Maybe we'll get superpowers. Now I am freaked. Maybe we'll get superpowers. Yours is just going to be the power of annoying people. I've already got that. No shit. Already got it. Guys, so, like, I have this Apple uh, power cord <laughs> in my car so that I can plug in my phone and charge this it while I drive. This you may have to put up on your Instagram I'm going to put this video up. And Jeff took this cord, and he held it maybe about, I don't know, six inches from the, from the end of it. I was trying and, to help Nick out. Um, so it would just kind of, like, just kind of, like, dangle a little bit. And he was holding it right at my eye, but just in the periphery of my eye as I was driving. And so as I'm driving, all I see is just this little thing just kind of just dancing, just dancing. It's art. 
art and dancing just on the uh, just outside of my periphery. It was a lightning cord, and it was the most obnoxious thing ever. I only did it for about four or five minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was really obnoxious. So how's so, your cigar? Good. Um, I don't know if the draw is maybe getting a little tighter as I go, or something. Um, it was kicking out a lot more smoke earlier. The smoke level seems to have died down. Now, See, yours, I think is, yours is still cooking. Yeah. And, I mean, yours is a little smoker over there. It but, is. You know. It was a good scar. I'm going to have to buy a few more of these before we head out. Now, if I give it a good draw and, and really puff on it. Then, yeah, you yeah, got some it, smoke it, rolling. I got now. some smoke rolling. But, you know, just to let it sit naturally, it's not like it's just. But then, then again, now that I'm looking at it, neither is yours. So, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm just being overly picky. Maybe. I was going to say. I think you may you may have wanted a sweet on this one because I'm really enjoying this. It's just got that little bit it's uh you know it's not I'll buy quite one. it's not quite like an ambrosia or a uh um I'll buy one. I'll buy one before we go. Okay. I'll just hit it up and I'll just get a bunch of I'm gonna more. get a couple to go. Yeah. Oh you know? definitely. I mean but it's not quite that. You're not getting that much spice, it's just that little bit of sweet flavor is really enhancing the flavor of yeah. the cigar. Well, I'm going to need some more for later anyway because uh, we are crashing in Kansas City again this evening. We are. So there will be more adventures coming after this episode. We'll bring that up in the the next episode when we feature one of the interviews that we do here with either Oscar or Manuel Casada. Yeah, so that'll be the next couple of podcasts, hopefully. Yeah. uh, You know, as we move forward, if the lightning doesn't take us out. That's true. If the lightning doesn't take us out. The hell of a little storm that came in. No joke. I'm, I mean, you know. We're we're in Missouri, but just barely, folks. Just I I would say we are like right on the edge of Missouri and Kansas. We're actually real close to Leavensworth. Leavenworth, yeah. Leavenworth. Yep. Yeah. Um, We... There you go. I was going to say, we got an ala- a lively crowd here. Uh, yeah, we do. Um, you know, it's, well, like you said, they sold what? Like 500 tickets for what this What I heard thing. was 500 tickets, yeah. Yeah. So. And it's, I mean, it's a nice event. Everybody seems to be having a good time. You know, I didn't get to walk around and, and talk as much with the crowd as I did at the uh, Kansas City Cigar Fest. Yeah. Because we got here and we sat down and ate. By the way, the food was phenomenal. Food was great. Some yeah. nice brisket. But, man, that baked potato was oh, the star right. of the show. I, I skipped the baked potato and Nick talked he me did. to He did. And I told yeah. him, I'm like, you got to go get it. You got to go make it happen, man. Because it was one of those Yukon Golds. So it's like that yellow potato on the inside. Oh, it was Ooh. so sweet. And they'd been sitting there all wrapped in the foil and oh, everything. Was, so they were hot. And they were out of forks. So By the we, time we got here. we got a spoon and kind of cut into that and slathered it up with some butter and some. Oh yeah, I hit mine with some cheese. I don't know if you hit yours with some cheese, but no, I did you know, not. I, I had the butter and the cheese and a home butter man. and a little bit of salt. It was divine. Yep, mine, so, mine as well. But yeah, the brisket was great. Brisket was good. And Baked the, beans the were fat really good. In your mouth. Yes, this was good brisket. Yep, this was, this was good, good brisket. brisket so. so yeah, I'll tell you, Corey's put on a hell of an event here. Yeah, I'm really, really impressed, and and you know, if, if I, you guys... I do definitely look forward to going up and seeing what the cigar vendors have in terms of deals and specials and everything. Yeah. If you guys are in here. the Kansas City area, well, what would you say? This is maybe 15, 20 minutes north of the airport at Kansas City, because the Kansas City airport's way north of Kansas City. It's about thirty minutes north of downtown, I would yeah. guess. So. 
maybe 20 minutes north of the airport. Yeah. You know, you kind of go out in the country. I think we passed a distillery on our way here and everything like that. Oh, it's a, and this town I mean, it's a is quaint, beautiful. It is. It is a quaint little town. And it's like I was telling you in the beginning. I mean, it was bustling with activity when we got here. Not just here for the Cigar Fest, but like all the shops downtown. There were people coming and going and everything. It, I haven't seen a little downtown uh-huh. area this busy Oh my God! In a very, very long time. No, this this is a throwback. This is what a downtown should be. This is why people should be shopping locally and not buying everything on Google and Amazon yes. and eBay. Get out and meet your town and get involved and yeah. connect. Yeah. No, I'm really I'm so I'm, I'm so over the internet right now. I'm really impressed with yeah. with Weston. So. Well, well, I think this would be a good time to grab Corey and do uh, your interview with him about the festival. Yeah. And then we can come back on and share a few final thoughts. Sounds good. Good so, stuff. All right, we're going to go grab Corey. We'll be right back. So I'm joined here with uh, Corey Frisbee. You are the owner of Weston Tobacco, correct? Well, I am one of the owners. One of the owners. Okay. Yes. So, um, so, so this cigar shop was started by uh, my second son and I, um, and... My oldest son and I now have it. Um, however, I am very inactive in the shop at this point. Okay. My oldest son uh, does all the all of the day-to-day operations and decisions and everything else. Okay. Um, and then, so your role, um, what, what preoccupies your time, you are a cigar broker, correct? That's correct. Can you talk a little bit about that? Kind yeah. of what, what all goes into that? Yeah, so I, I represent several different cigar companies. Um, I have uh, Leaf by Oscar, Casada, uh, 1502, Matilda, just a lot of the uh, boutique brands. Okay. When I, I don't know that you can call Oscar or Casada uh, uh, boutique brand, but, <clears throat> but I have those two. And um, um, it's just about going in and, and showing the shops the product and talking to the customers and trying to trying to introduce them to new cigars. Kind of like a cigar rep, only you don't work necessarily for the company. You are your own separate entity, correct? Yeah, I, I, I'm exactly like a cigar rep in yeah. that I go out and promote those brands. Okay. Um, but I am not... Uh, Exclusive to one company. Gotcha. Okay. So this event that we're here uh, at. So, oh, it, so oh, I'm sorry. You could say I'm the horror of the cigar industry. There you go. <laughs> whoever, whoever will take in, whoever you want to take, I guess. So. <laughs> so this event that we're at today. So tell us a little bit about the Western Tobacco Festival. Yeah. So the Western Tobacco Festival actually started, uh, I believe it, it was seven or eight years ago. Okay. And it started in conjunction with some people here locally in town um, because Weston is very well known for growing tobacco. And anyway, uh, we did it with these people, and they wanted to charge for parking. And every time you walk through a door, you got it was two fifty. Oh my you know? god! Yeah. Um, so what we ended up with a, was. A tobacco festival where we had a bunch of vendors standing around looking at each other. Oh, no. So Colton and I, uh, my late son, um, we decided to take it on ourselves. And our thought was we keep it simple, stupid. Okay. You need beer. You need good food. 
you need cigars and some music. And <clears throat> that is still today the theme of this this event. Yeah. And, and it's, it's absolutely keep it simple stupid. Good food, good beer, uh, good music, and good cigars. And, and then we have great deals on the cigars. You've got a hell of a crowd up there. I mean, so how many people are you... Well, it was about, it was really just my closest friends, you okay. know, the, the 450 closest. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So, so I, I mean, that that's a deal that uh, I, I, I have been truly blessed with people that have stepped up to help me actually be something, yeah. you know, and, and, and in this industry, you meet some of the greatest people. And there are 450 of the greatest people on this planet upstairs right now. Oh, that's perfect. Tell us, maybe just back up just a little bit. This shop, how did you get into this shop? Um, as far as the origins of the shop? Yeah, how did, how did you get into, I guess, how did you get into the tobacco industry? Well, it, we, had, we had a painting company. Okay. Which is, I think, how everybody got into the tobacco industry. Yeah. <laughs> no. Not in the least, but okay. <laughs> um, so, at night, if if you've ever worked with painters, most of them are meth heads or alcoholics. Okay. So, at night, my boys and I would sit around and smoke a cigar and drink a glass of scotch. And we would talk about what our stupid meth head painters had done on our job that day. <laughs> Putting a ladder through a window, you know. I mean, one of them fell off of a story and a half roof because he was high. You know, I, oh my gosh! You, you know, I mean, it was it was endless. Yeah, there was always something. And and Colton, my late son, um, he he kind of he looked at me that night and he said, "Dad, I'm tired of this. I don't want to do this anymore." And it just kind of hit me, and I. I looked at him and I said, you know, I am too. And so he, he's like, well, what are we going to do? And we're sipping scotch and smoking a cigar. And I said, I held my cigar up and I said, you know, it's got to have something to do with this. I want to have fun the rest of my life. That's fantastic. Um, and so, yeah, to be honest, we were piss broke. Yeah, we didn't have any money. We scratched, we scratched together twenty three hundred dollars, and that's what we started this company with. Really? Yes. We had a box of tobacco, um, and a card table. Yeah. And, and we sat down and rolled cigars. I got a Cuban lady to teach me how to roll. Yeah. I think it was a year and a half before we were able able to sell a cigar out of our shop that we did not roll ourselves. Wow. Wow. And I was so proud of myself. I bought six boxes of Oliva cigars. I'll never forget it. <laughs> that was that was the and, first inventory that wasn't your own, huh? That, that it was. Wow. It absolutely was. Let's talk about your cigars cuz Jeff and I have been smoking some of them. So he was having a one of the sweet mild and then I have a mild. So what kind of talk about your cigars a little bit and, and what goes into to your house brand. All right. So w w when you get into cigars, there again, I, I'm kind of on that keep it simple, stupid rule. Um, and, and we get into a lot of these, 
deals where cigar companies need marketing and they tell you you need to smoke their cigar because of this. Yeah. It could be because it holds the ash for two inches. It, uh, it has a certain color on the ash. Um, there, there are just a lot of things that they put out there about the cigars. And, and really when it comes down to cigars, if it tastes good to you, it, it, the construction's good, Look, it's a good cigar. Yeah, I don't, I don't care if it costs you three fifty or twenty two fifty. Um, and there are twenty two fifty cigars that I've dropped in the trash can. Yeah, an yeah. inch in because it just it it wasn't me. Yeah, you know. So, well, no, I mean I've been really enjoying the the mild. I assume it's kind of a Connecticut. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, Nicar- and uh, Nicaraguan Dominican filler, Connecticut. Connecticut wrapper, uh, Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. Okay. And then I also bought a medium. Okay. So can you, what, our, what was the medium made our, up of? Our Sumatra, a little bit, a little bit more Nicaraguan. Okay. In the filler. Yeah. The, the fillers on all of them are very similar. Okay. We just, we had a little more Nicaraguan to add a little spice to it. Um, you know, but all of our cigars are just smooth, easy smoking cigars. And they're what? Maybe like five by... 52-ish? Do you uh, have fi- a... 5 by 50. 5 by 50. Okay. Yeah. All right. Couldn't tell. Yeah. You know how it gets to be about oh, yeah. that range. Yeah. So, Well, perfect. You got to go do a drawing. Yeah. So I'm going to let you go and be the man of the hour and run your party. So, But thank you very much for taking some time out to talk to us. Hey, guys. Thanks for and coming And thanks down. for inviting us. I mean, this is great. So. Oh, no. We loved having you. Yeah. Well, thank so, you very much. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, Corey. Bye-bye. So, yeah. So that was our brief talk with Corey. He had to go run off and oh. and do the drawing. This so. is an absolute great event that they're having. They are, and it is packed It is and packed loud. and it is loud. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so I think we're going to go ahead and call this a uh, call this a show. And we, uh, we I, I got to say, we have had an absolutely great time at the uh, Western Tobacco, tobacco Store Festival. here. It yeah. has been great. It, it has been a great time. Lots of people uh, good having food, a great good time. Good vendors. We've got upcoming podcasts. Yeah, we've got quite a few interviews uh, in the can now with uh, with a couple of uh, big names, and we'll we'll be drawing those uh, those interviews out, and we'll we'll circle back up. But for now, we'll go ahead and give our final thoughts. So I had that Connecticut. Yes. And um, man, it, it was a great smoke, consistent through and through. Great, great construction. And everything else, and I loved it. And I'll tell you the the sweet the version I had with the sweet was just outstanding. You had the sweet mild, yeah. Yes. I'm getting ready to light up that medium that I bought and enjoy that, and enjoy the band, and just kind of have a good time here and everything. So. And again, thanks to Corey for the invite, having us out here. He yep. set us up with a table to do our podcast. Fantastic. And the entire it seems like the entire room has yeah, moved in here with yeah, us. Yeah, the party has come to us now. So <laughs> well, it tends to happen with Nick it, it and Gator. It does tend to happen. So we even had people come up and get our autograph earlier. I think you prompted that, but you know, but that's okay. It, it, it happened. It happened. It so. did. So I, I, I'm not admitting to anything. No, there you go. Well, folks, check us out on Instagram at the Cigar Pulpit. You can drop me an email at nick at cigarpulpit.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter and our YouTube channel. And then we might uh, as well have her mic'd up. I know, right? <laughs> and then uh, uh, anyway, um, 
But that is, uh, that's it for, for us from the Weston Tobacco Festival. It has been a great time here in Weston, Missouri. And, folks, we encourage everybody to come to this next year. It is just a fabulous it's event. A hoot. So, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. How do they get a hold of us? I just went over all Oh, that. okay, start over. This has been another sermon from the Cigar <laughs> Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Gator. Have a good evening and stay smoky, everyone. Love you guys. Bye.